If you wonder about the birds and the bees, just tune in to some Frank and Beans. All right, welcome to Frank and Beans, everyone. Frank and Beans, a sex and relationship podcast. Where I'm Beth, and we are. <laughs> we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, us live from quarantine. Um, everybody, please give a big Frank and Beans welcome to my good friend who has been hearing all about my sex and relationship shenanigans for decades, Ashley Morgan. <laughs> Hi guys, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks yeah. Thanks for being on. Adley, thanks for being on the show. Um, yeah, Ashley is uh, a licensed, is, are you a licensed clinical social worker, is that it? Yep, that's correct. Perfect, okay. And um, so our last episode was about sex addiction and there were a couple of things that came up during that episode that we thought that Ashley could probably clear up for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, because, you know, Brian and I, Brian and I are, are experts, but we did do a lot of research for the show. <laughs> um, so, let me get back to where those were at. Okay, so we were talking about sex addiction. Actually, let's talk about Ashley and Brian for a second. You haven't seen each other since Snopening Day at Wrigley right. Field <laughs> two years ago. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. We talked about it a little bit before we started recording how much we miss baseball. I know. Yeah. It's so Missed fucking sad. You know, that was such a crazy day because <laughs> the next day after snow opening day, um, it was like 65 degrees and sunny. Right. right. And ugh, I was just so upset. I know, and right? that was one of the best years. Was that 16? Was that the year that we went to the World Series? No, that was the year yeah. after. It was 2017. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it was two years ago. I remember that. And uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Snowpening Day was the day at Wrigley Field when they were opening baseball season. First home game, snowed out. (laughs) And we had driven, Brian and I drove 10 hours from Arkansas, picked Ashley up on the way, (laughs) going to go to the game, and it gets snowed out by the time we get there. So that was crazy. But we did. What was the snowman in in Wrigley Field that? That was fun. Yeah, we got to make snowmen in the the field beside it. It was really something else. (laughs) And then then the next day, thankfully, we all got to stay. They played the game the next day. We all got to go, but it was fucking breathing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a hot mess, but it was a lot of fun. So, yeah, but no baseball for us this year, so that's lame. Mm. Oh, wow. We're talking about bringing it back in July, but no fans. What the so fuck is be, the point of that? Right, it's going to be live on TV and that's it. Right, it's too far gone at this point. Although I did watch like a Japanese baseball game um, that was live with no fans and it was mm. fine. But oh you know my what? gosh, I couldn't <laughs> imagine watching that. That had been hilarious. Yeah, it was like the, um, I forget what what province they were from, but uh, that's, it was, that's it was awesome. the Bears. Yeah. They're not allowed to enjoy praise anyway, because, you know, they're, they're strict parents. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> um, but I always think, like, I'm like, people are always wanting to do all this online comedy stuff right now. And I'm like, that's just too weird for me. If there's not an audience, I'm just like, is this thing on? <laughs> Shouting into the ether. <laughs> yeah, a baseball game wasn't so bad. Like, mm-hmm. if you've gone back and watched any of the replay games, it's about the same thing. Well, and you have to figure they practice and, like, scrimmage, so it won't be that weird, but, yeah. yeah. Still not quite as fun when you're down and you're relying on the uh, 
crowd to get you going. Sure. So it might be really lazy sports is all I can say. But anyway, um, before we dive right in, we want to remind you that leaving us a five-star review would be just the coolest thing that you could do mm-hmm. um, on Apple Podcasts or uh, Facebook or wherever you're listening that you can rate us. It really helps the show out a lot. So Yeah, it drives fun. us up the, uh, the charts, if you will, mm-hmm. helps, us, uh, helps other people to see it. Yeah, for sure. What else can also, I do we have Brian? the uh, <laughs> Patreon going. Uh, for as little as $3, you can get okay. <laughs> beer crack in beer your crack honor. In your well, in my case, a truly hard lemonade because I have to watch my girlish figure, you know? There you go. Yeah, we also have t-shirts on there. Um, and then for this month, we actually have... Very uh, special pride- t-shirts. Yeah, it's the pride t-shirts. Hell yeah. And so you can get a hold of uh, Beth or I or, you know, on our Facebook to get a hold of those. They're pretty sweet. I sent out uh, five of them today and I'm pretty happy with them. They're a hot ticket item right now. Yeah. But also happy pride month, everyone. Absolutely. Woo! I'm so sad that there's not going to be any gay pride parades. Uh, Hello. <laughs> but also, I'm like, mm, I'm in Western North Carolina. I'm, I have a feeling that the closest Pride Parade is going to be a bit of a hike. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, but also, uh, if you like the show, have any suggestions for us, um, if you want to ask us a question, you can email us at fnbpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, that's the letters Frank November Bravo podcast at gmail.com. Or if you think Ashley is cute and you want to get at her, <laughs> we will get in yeah. her. We will get in her DMs for you. <laughs> single and ready to mingle. Single and ready to fingle. <laughs> My handle is Scissor Sister <laughs> Sixty eight, because all that's missing is one or you. <laughs> so stupid. Oh my god. Okay. So, are you ready to help us talk about favorite segment? Yes. The fuck yeah news story of the week. <laughs> are you ready? Fuck yeah news story of the week. Fuck yeah news story of the week. We've got drivers, triples, fuck yeah, master, belly, and an Ikea. It is a good one. I'm trying to pull it out. My freaking computer is being slow. Okay. So, uh, Brian found this one this week, so I'm very proud of him. Oh, boy. And it's right up my alley, though, <laughs> you know? Like... Nerds and sex. This is all you, Brian, I swear. Yeah. So, it is U.S. couple are planning Avengers-themed orgy once lockdown is over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's also a really swell picture of all the Avengers, and uh, it's, yeah, it's a pretty great flyer. <laughs> so, a couple of EPPO. <laughs> it's like the pineapple pizza perpetrator. <laughs> oh, right, right. That came up this week. It did, yeah. Um, so, a couple in the U.S. are planning a massive Avengers-themed orgy for when lockdown finally ends. Bob, a software engineer... And a sex therapist named Melissa, that's interesting, are the brains behind the post-pandemic, this is going to be hard to say, post-pandemic pan-Philadelphia orgy. Yeah. It's a tongue twister. (laughs) 
It will be. <laughs> right, yes. And what, no yeah. pun intended. Wink. Mm. <laughs> um, so which they have been advertising by putting up flyers around their neighborhood. And they say it started out as a joke, and <laughs> then I'm seeing it through. Wonderful. Absolutely. Uh, speaking to the New York Post, the couple said that they received dozens of emails from people interested in taking part. Um, neither Bob nor Alyssa have attended a sex party or an orgy before. Oh, that sounds like it's going to go great. Um, (laughs) but after months of being cooped up, say they are ready to give it a go. Alyssa, who is a bisexual, told the publication, this would be new territory for us, but it's something we've been open to. Bob added, I identify as heterosexual, but open to new experiences. Sounds like Bob doesn't know that he's bisexual yet. (laughs) 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 And while he says he had small group experiences, Bob said he wouldn't describe anything he's previously taken part in as an orgy. (laughs) I have so many questions about that, okay? (laughs) Uh, He explained, humanity is currently in the middle of the largest dry spell in all of history. That's what inspired the Flyers. It may seem strange to advertise an orgy in such a public way, but yes, we want to bring a smile to our neighbors' faces. <laughs> what a selfless of a human is. <laughs> I like so, it. So, yeah. Uh, Brian, airline tickets are very cheap right now, so I'm sure True. Yeah, if you want to get uh, in on that action, you are <laughs> going to be good to go. Right. Uh, you can submit your emails via email to panphillyorgy. Uh, Ashley's like, wait a minute, let me get a pen. I said, Ashley's like, wait a minute, let me get a pen. (laughs) (laughs) All applicants are subject to screening, and refreshments will be served. Refreshments. Yeah, they said, uh, Alyssa said, we like, we just like spandex bodysuits and tights. It seemed like a sexy, easy theme, and since this is new for us, it felt good to have some direction. I don't know if she's put on tights lately, but... uh... I've packed on a little quarantine 15, so I think that probably wouldn't be... Quarantine 15, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! All right, so, that's enough of the business. <laughs> so, Brian, what is our... Re- well, what did we talk about last week? Yeah, last week we talked about uh, sex addiction. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when we kind of thought about Ashley. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right, we're like, speaking of sex addiction, Ashley Morgan. <laughs> yeah. If one, one person makes us, reminds us of sex addiction, who is it? Three, two, one. Ashley, Ashley Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ashley, this was one area we were hoping that you could help us with um, because of your professional expertise. So do you mind if we pick your brain for a second? I'm assuming yes, since you're here. (laughs) You've already consented just by being here. I consent. All right. We have to get that on on record, though. Do you want to kind of briefly share with uh, the audience, like, what you do and a little bit of your history? Yep. I'm in private practice now, um, and I have been for since January. Prior to that, I worked at a mental health center. Um, It's a residential where children ages three to 19 live mm-hmm. and stay and they are there because uh, DCFS or in other places it's CPS um, investigated a, a abuse 
call and went out to the families and took the children from their homes. And then they were unable to make it in the foster care system or had continuous abuse. And then they um, struggled at school. So they the last ditch effort was a residential program. So I um, did therapy with children for eight years at that mental health center. Awesome. And before that, I was a sexual abuse therapist working with both offenders and victims. Yeah. I know that that is a lot. I mean, you're honestly like, thank you for doing that. It is such an important role in society. And I I think people underplay it quite a lot because, you know, I mean, when you're a child and you're still developing, that's just the course for your whole life. So it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Yep. It's tough, but, you know, somebody's got to do it. So. Right. You're like, well, and I'm as fucked up as it gets, so I can relate. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm joking. No, that's so true. <laughs> you are a judgment-free zone. That is for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my that's my uh, background. And, you know, I think it's um, – I'm glad you guys are talking about this. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. For and, sure. you know, we, we are usually like a comedy podcast, but – I, we do think it's important to touch on the seriousness and the dark side of it all from time to time. So, right. Ryan, do you have any questions for Ashley specifically? Yeah. So some of the research that we came across for that episode indicated that sexual or childhood sexual abuse might be a symptom that leads to sex addiction in adulthood. Um, do you have anything in your experience with that or any knowledge to confirm or deny that theory? You awaken a beast that shouldn't be woken up that mm-hmm. early when um, a child is abused that early on. It does um, have, you know, it has side effects toward the development of the brain and how people think about and how you, you understand sex. And what I have seen in my experience is it's really different. It's based on each individual. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the exact like percentage rates of if they become addicts later on in life. I do know though that they do have problems with intimacy, um, or they have issues, um, with relationships in general. Mm. And they also, um, sometimes struggle with just a lot of self-esteem, depression, obviously. And those all can impact your sexual relationship. Um, Absolutely. They actually were saying that, you know, in the research that I found that, you know, it's not a direct like cause, but it can contribute to, you know, sex addiction later on. So, right. Yep. Um, Some, you know, people that I've treated and, uh, you know, they start having sex at a very young age um, and they become, you know, teen parents. And I mean, Others don't want to have sex at all and are completely freaked out about it. So honestly, I I think it just is based on what type of trauma it was, when it happened, and who the person is, you know, and how they continue to, if they get treated early. um, You know, some some people who've been sexually abused will um, actually abuse others, not Mm -hmm. all. Right, Um, right. There is a term for that. Um, Usually it is like they don't know what's happened to them and they think it's okay. So they do it again. Right. Um, well, cause you learn from grownups, you know, like as a child, you learn from grownups and what they're showing you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and sometimes it's not even grownups who do it. It's siblings. 
um, mm-hmm. that do it to each other because of something that they've seen. Maybe they've been exposed to porn mm-hmm. um, or different, you know, who knows? It's been done to them usually, and then they do it to somebody else. So Yeah, it's interesting you say that, too, because they mentioned that, you know, like when we were growing up, you know, or when little Brian was a little Brian, you know, <laughs> like he had to try to find his dad's nudie magazines, which in that particular household probably wasn't very difficult, but... Right. <laughs> right. Um, but you know, it's like, it was just, the, there wasn't the availability and everything wasn't so hyper-sexualized. Yeah. So, but now with the availability, I mean, like every 12 year old I've seen has an iPhone, you know? And mm-hmm. so like, I mean, how the, the availability for children to view it is just like unbelievable. Right. See, I, you have to think that like the chances that something's going to go wrong with that are just so much exponentially worse in today's world. And I worry, too, that with this quarantine, that it's probably happening even more. You know, oh, yeah. having to be home, and that just freaks me out. I can't even let my mind go there. Like, right. I'll just be like, ah. Oh, right, yeah. Well, my sister does, you know, the abuse and abusers stuff, too. And she was mm-hmm. saying that, yeah, like, the domestic violence, you know, percentage has gone up so much higher because of all the stress, the amount that people are home, and it's... You know, it's, it's, people don't really talk about all the collateral damage that happens from all of this, you know? Right. So it's important to kind of keep all that stuff in mind as we're all trying to dangle from the last remaining thread of our sanity. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, well, it's good to know that it's kind of on a case by case basis and, you know, so. Right. I mean, my father was a victim of sexual abuse, which I didn't know about until I started working as a sexual abuse therapist and Beth, you know, my dad is all what happened to him. But, and I think, I do think that a lot of his issues today are, are based on that when he was five, what happened to him. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know what, Ashley, you turned out great. So you don't always necessarily have to be a product of your environment. And Brian lost his virginity at 13 in the back of a movie theater to the truth about cats and dogs starring Janine Garofalo and Uma Thurman. That's true. And he's fine. You had full-on sex in a movie theater? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at the age of 13. It wasn't even the old... Okay, uh, (laughs) It wasn't even the old hole in the bottom of the popcorn bucket trick or anything. No, no. Wow. One time on the show, Brian's like, what movie was it, Beth? And I was like, don't act like I'm not your best friend, and I don't know. It was The Truth About Cats and Dogs, starring Jeannie Crawford and <laughs> We know way too much about each other. We <laughs> sure do. All right. Well, anyways, um, so we also, uh, one of the other things that was interesting, too, and that what you were just saying kind of leads into this, so we, we couldn't seem to find any definitive answer on why sex addi- addiction, we both have trouble saying the word addiction, I don't know, <laughs> keep getting to read, um, it's not classified as a mental health disorder in the DSM-5. So, you know, and I, I know we just talked a little bit about how it's on a case-by-case basis, but it seems like, you know, you, you can diagnose all these other disorders specifically in there, but, you know, do you have anything that you can maybe share that you can add to why that may or may not be? Well, they're very careful about labeling. Um, and that's like a big thing. Even like even calling somebody a sex offender apparently isn't supposed to, isn't even necessarily the correct word because they say that like sex offenders who are caught and then sent to prison or jail or whatever, and then they are let out, they are normally not 
rearrested for the same offense again. So I don't know why. I think it's just a label issue, and that's why it's not in there. Um, and I don't know if they don't call it a mental health disorder because it's more of – it's not like um, – I don't know, honestly. I I guess I that's kind of a tough question. Mm. I just think it's all about the label, right? Um, and I don't know if they want to classify it as a mental health disorder necessarily because there's just not enough research done on it, mm-hmm. and that's a problem, right? I mean, if you if we're having a hard time finding research about it, that's that's our first problem right there. For sure, yeah. I mean, they were saying that. Um, the statistics on it, like in terms of percentage of how many people suffer from it, it's like it was like between three and ten percent mm-hmm. of the U.S. population, which is still millions of people, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's important enough to talk about because it's literally millions of people. But at and the those same are time, just the people that admit it, right? Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Brian and I Wait. took the test. Apparently, we are at mild risk. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I one point. I scored one point higher than Brian, so. <laughs> I was like, this is bullshit. He's way hornier than I am, so. <laughs> but there's a there's a pedophile diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Well, what they were saying about the differences, because we talked about what it is and what it isn't, because uh-huh. we always try to make sure that we cover both sides of something so that you know, you know, there's still no question about whether or not you are or aren't. And they were saying that with uh, pedophiles, it's um, it's not about... The, like, it's not about the sex itself necessarily. It's more about the power and control. It's like sexual predators, you know, same thing, you know, where it's something about wielding power over someone else that gets them off and not the actual, like, child-sized body or whatever, which is gross. But But it is that, too. Like, Hmm? it is that, too. Right. And there's so many different contributing factors, and there's no, like, test you can do for it. And then you have to rule all this other stuff out, like brain disorders, and, you know, there's just, I get it, you know, it's, I don't know, who knows, maybe in the next, but also people are really wildly offended in this day and age, so I can get how you might not want to, it's like, yeah, sure. except here in North Carolina, they're like, if you don't like it, go live somewhere else. <laughs> it's 1800s around here, okay, cool. <laughs> Anyway, um, well, Ashley, do you have any other professional experience or advice for our listeners regarding sex addiction or anything else at all in general? Oh, no. Um, I think, uh, you know, I love this podcast. That's one thing I do want to say. Yeah. Um, you guys are hilarious. Thank you. I bet you guys Thank must you. be around each other face to face, right? Uh, yeah, obviously. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> we just this both sit here like this. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Every day of our lives. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's important, though, any mental health, whatever it is, get out there, get help, especially in these times. It's really super easy. You could do telehealth. You could do phone calls. Insurance companies are opening up to allowing a lot of what normally would have been a HIPAA violation. Um, They're helping people have more access to it. So if you do have any mental health issues, go on Psychology Today. You can find therapists in your area. They will um, show you a profile of that therapist so you can see if they're hot or not. (laughs) uh, You can slide into Ashley's DMs, but attractive (laughs) applicants only. (laughs) No, you seriously get a whole, you know, little brief synopsis of 
what they do, what they specialize in. Mm-hmm. Psychology Today, it's super easy. You put in your zip code, they'll find them the closest one near you. So you can get on there and get the help that you need. My sister so. is a therapist too, and she was trying to like show me her telehealth area. Like I was Skyping with her. She was trying to set it up, so she wanted to see what the person was going to see. And I was yeah. like, it looks like the Al-Qaeda fucking kidnapped you, <laughs> and you're recording your ransom video right now. You're going to need to spruce it up a little bit more. Right. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's amazing. Thank you so much. I know, personally, during this time, like, last week was so difficult for me. I literally said out loud, my level of anxiety feels unmanageable right now, you know? And being Actually, able to saying those things out loud is mm-hmm. something I tell my patients to do all the time because they it sounds sometimes you just got to get it out of your head. Right. So and, that's really important. And, you know, I always tell people, too, like if your leg was broken, you would go to a doctor. You wouldn't even question it. Right. So why is it that when there's something wrong with the most important part of your body, people yeah. are so frightened about going to get it taken care of? It's like if your brain isn't working, nothing else is working. So, right. you know. Yeah. There's a lot of free apps, too, to do meditation. I know it sounds super Buddha, but it's really, you know, coming through to the Western world. Meditation is key. I don't know if you guys have ever done it. Mind space and headspace, all those things have opened up their apps for free, so you can get on there and download and do some guided meditation. Brian and I usually just drink and eat our problems away. It's fine. <laughs> but we wouldn't be afraid to do it if we felt like eating and drinking wasn't working. <laughs> Right, yeah. Yeah, we've spent a small fortune on DoorDash during quarantine. We're like, we are such fat fucks right now. Yeah, Piccadilly knows my name. (laughs) Right. They just meet you in the parking lot with your bag. Here for your skull vodka handle? Yes. Actually, skull. (laughs) Have some respect for yourself. (laughs) Do we mention Uh, that mental health workers are also extremely underpaid? show ashley we really appreciate it keep doing the lord flying spaghetti monsters work out there (laughs) which brian is ordained for in case anyone wants to get married so uh that's a real thing (laughs) but ashley i miss you i love you thank you for being on the show and we will talk to you very soon all right i miss you guys love you bye bye Oh, wow. Ashley, she is so great. I miss her a little bit. Honestly, I do. I miss her so much. She was a lot of fun when we went up there. Oh, for sure. It was a shit show, yeah. but it was so much fun. <laughs> That's for the, sure. Me and Ashley have had just some fucking adventures over the years. I'll tell you what. <laughs> she knows all my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, we had to take a little break, mm-hmm, a little- readjust. Hopefully the uh, the sound sounds a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, because we don't have to zoom it now that it's just me and Brian again. <laughs> we got full beers. We got ice in our drinks. Oh, yeah. Let's go. It's going to be a party. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, everyone, since it is now June by the time you are hearing this, which is National Pride Month, that yes. is LGBTQ plus Pride. Happy Pride Month, everyone. Happy Pride Month. We love you all so very much, and we just celebrate your community. So, we not only made very special edition custom Frankenbeans Pride shirts. 
yes. available for sale online now. But we also yeah. decided that we would do our first episode of the month as an LGBTQ plus celebratory topic, which is marriage equality. Yeah. On top of that, we did pick our um, charity that we, we will be donating to. It's Glisten. Yes. Which is fucking phenomenal. Kind of tug it, tugged at my heartstrings when I read about mm-hmm. it. Um, they, ensure, they ensure a safe environment for um, kids who are going to school from bullying for being, you know, um, gay or lesbian. Yeah, they have, um, I mean, it's just the, the number of things that they do for it, too, was really awesome. Like, it wasn't just, you know, they're funding not only, like, anti-bullying programs, but they were, like, funding, you know, counseling and things like that for kids that are going through it. And, you know, um, funding for education in schools to help people understand it and be more accepting. Yeah. So. It's just a really, like, holistic approach to the issue, which we thought was great. So Absolutely. the proceeds from the Pride shirts will be going to our friends at Glisten. Absolutely. Yeah. So do something Big rad today. Yeah, get a shirt. Um, I can nerd out on this all day long. Yeah. Um, I might for a little bit, but I bought this opaque ink mm-hmm. that looks really good on black. Oh, it looks so cool. It doesn't fade. It's still bright. It's, yeah, it's pretty fucking amazing. Uh, sent out five last Friday, yes. and one of them, one of our little special Franks or Beans, got a little swag package. Hell yeah. That included a, yeah, an extra sticker and a magnet and a pin along with their shirt. She needs it right now, too. She's going through some stuff. Oh, you know who mm-hmm. it is? <laughs> it's a surprise. You, sent, you showed me a picture. Of I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, she'll get the shirt before this episode comes right. out. So you hold no secrets. Hope you enjoyed me, it. <laughs> <laughs> hope she enjoyed it. All right. So, what is marriage equality? Marriage equality refers to a political status in which same-sex marriage and opposite-sex marriage are recognized as equal by the law. Hell yeah, love is love, y'all. To, to people like you and me, this is kind of like. No, duh. Right? right. You know, it's just astounding to me, especially, God, with all that's going on in the world right now. Yeah. It's so uh-huh. heartbreaking and also astounding that in this day and age, there just is still so much lack of acceptance yes. and hate and bigotry. And it's just, I just don't understand how people live or think that way. No. And I'm a big fan of like humans' rights, and I just it's to me it's it's so weird when people still think that way to where it's like we we talked about it before we kind of went on a rant about mm-hmm. it, but it's like I don't understand how <clears throat> how anybody thinks that we don't need to progress, right? But also, Brian, as two giant pieces of shit, we're also probably like, yeah, I mean, everyone's better than us. We love. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who is not us deserves all the respect in the world. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. And, and if you're lucky enough to find love, no matter what their uh, race is or what their gender is or what they identify as, right. you're still lucky enough to find love and you're doing a lot better than me and, and my God, You're right. <laughs> and my God, the world needs nothing but love right now. Absolutely. So badly. I mean, it's. I'm going to get choked up even talking about it again, but yeah. 
There. I mean, but anyway, we also felt that it's important to point out that we're using the term marriage equality uh, because the Associated Press warns that the construct gay marriage can imply that marriages of same-sex couples are somehow different from the marriages of opposite-sex couples. Good point. So, yeah, I actually changed the title three times after, like, oh, wait, that sounds better. And Mm -hmm. then I found this. I was like, oh, wait, no, that's it. (laughs) So, you know, again, we always learn something ourselves when researching this stuff. So, Mm -hmm. I know if it's making me a better person, hopefully it's making other people a better person right now, too. So No, totally. Totally. Also, the recognition of same-sex marriage is considered to be a human right and a civil right, as well as a political, social, and religious issue. Which is funny to me because the, you know, I mean, the religious part of it for me is like, okay, I don't really think religion and sex belong in the same arena, but, you know, you do politics in my eyes too, so. And what people do is their own goddamn fucking business, you know? That's, yeah, that's right. Again, it's like I said, you know, I've talked to people who are like way hung up on like, oh, you know, I don't talk to my brother because he's gay. Why are you so obsessed with who your brother's fucking? It's none of your business. Right. <laughs> that makes right. you weird, not him. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. no, that's great point. Yeah, but I mean, the fact <laughs> of the matter is, is that people in general in society consider it that. Um, mm-hmm. Now, in today's world, uh, it is legal in 29 countries. I don't know how many countries there are in the world. Probably 200 something. I don't know. Sure. Um, But same-sex marriage is legally performed and recognized uh, nationwide, or at least in some jurisdictions, in Argentina, Australia, Austria, Belgium, Brazil, Canada, Colombia, Costa Rica, Denmark, Ecuador, Finland, France, Germany, Iceland, Ireland, Luxembourg, Malta, Mexico, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, Portugal, and South Africa. Spain, Sweden, Taiwan, the United Kingdom, the United States, and Uruguay. I mean... So basically all the countries anyone would actually want to go to. <laughs> right. Like, these are all countries I'm that are kicking surpri- it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm very surprised with, like, Ireland and Spain because they are so very, like, heavily Catholic. But the people are also very but- progressive. And that's that's it. It's like, okay, yes, you can still be Catholic. You can still support same-sex marriages. You don't have to be an right. asshole. Right. And you know what? In Spain, <laughs> people are very sexually liberated. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's not so shameful as it is here. Like, it's celebrated. Sure. So. Like, no one's surprised by France. We <laughs> right, <it>. yeah. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and all the other countries are just, like, cool, laid-back people. You know what I mean? So. Right. So it's cool. It's all good in the head. Um <laughs> Also, Israel recognizes same-sex marriages entered into abroad as full marriages. Interesting. Yeah, so, I mean, that's cool. Yeah, that's very cool. So, the history of same-sex marriages. Um, there are records of same-sex marriages dating back to the first century. And, Brian, you know, I always love fucking insane history, right? And you're like... yeah. I hope that someone looks back on this civilization 200 years from now and goes, oh, my God, what the fuck? We were so embarrassing. <laughs> but, well, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's true. And, it, you know, as, as time goes along, it's kind of like, I mean, you got to think of like our great grandparents who lived during segregation. Right. 
And now we're looking at the stuff going, oh, that used to be illegal? How fucked right. up. Right. And, you know. How primitive of mm-hmm. us. And the fact that this is a new thing in our society. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, um, you know, it's humbling for sure. But, you know, again, I just, I can't wait for future, gener- future generations to look back at this time and be like, wow, you know, I can't believe it was only that long ago. Like, we look back yeah. at the 60s and say, oh, my God, I can't believe black people couldn't use the same bathroom as you. 50 years yeah. ago or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, arguably the first historical mention of the performance of same-sex marriages occurred during the early Roman Empire. Um, so, you know, let, just to make a point on that, like, this isn't a new thing. It's not like people just first decided mm-hmm. to start getting married in this day and age. Like, this dates way back. It just took us thousands of years to get with the times. I don't know. It's <laughs> not make sense, but sure. Uh, yeah. But yeah, crazy fucking insane history. This is my favorite one. Child emperor. <laughs> Elagabalus referred to his chariot driver, a blonde slave from Caria named Hercules, Hercules as his husband. Sounds right. He yeah. also married an athlete named Zodicus in a lavish public ceremony in Rome Amidst the rejoicing of the citizens. That should have been the, yeah. the end of the story. Yeah. Everyone just celebrates the marriage after that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. The way you celebrate any marriage. like mm. Right. Publicly. Right. Citizens rejoicing. Maybe less chariot drivers yeah. now, but you know, you get what we're saying. A lavish public ceremony. Right. <laughs> Also, um, the first Roman emperor to have married a man was Nero, who is reported to have married two other males on different occasions. The first, I'm sorry, the first was with one of Nero's freedmen. Pythagoras. Pythagoras. The Pythagorean theorem in math. Is that right? Yeah. Really? Okay. Interesting, right? With whom Nero took the role of bride. Is that where my math jokes started? Is that what is going on here? Do <laughs> yes. I have to put that in that bit somehow? <laughs> yes. I think you no, do. I do. You're obligated to now. But yeah, like a Roman emperor married another man and took the role of bride. How about that? I mean, hello. Like as progressive as that was back then, it's kind of like, did you really have to take a role of bride? Is there a role of bride? I mean, I don't know, but who cares? The fact of the matter is, this should have been the end of the story where gay marriage was fine. You know what I mean? Then we all lived happily ever after. But no, we're we're Mm -hmm. humans and we can't have nice things because we ruin everything. So, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but later, as a groom, Nero married Sporus, a young boy. Uh, Trouble with that. That's problematic for me. But (laughs) he married a young boy (laughs) to replace. Oh, God, this is the most insane part. To replace the adolescent female concubine he had killed. <laughs> oh, jeez. Let me read that again. Later, as a groom, so now he's like, I don't want to be bride anymore. I'm daddy. Married Sporus, <laughs> a young boy. <laughs> to replace the adolescent female concubine he had killed. Mm. Okay. He married him in a very public ceremony, after which Sporus was forced to pretend to be the female concubine that Nero had killed and act as though they were really married. 
Hmm. A friend gave the bride away as required by law. The marriage was celebrated in both Greece and Rome in extravagant public ceremonies. And for all of you playing at home, Rome is not, in fact, in Greece, contrary to Brian's belief. <laughs> I will never, ever, ever be Live that down. a teacher of... Um, <laughs> God, I want to say geology, geography. but that's wrong too. Geography. Don't ever take geography advice from me. I know I, I know my cardinal directions, but Yeah. Maybe just Google yeah. it instead of calling Brian. <laughs> right. Rome. Rome is in Italy. Okay. I know that now. Yes. But yeah. So again, <laughs> extravagant public ceremony, more than one country, involved and recognized. Um mm-hmm. I mean, the acting like the dead concubine thing is a little weird for me but you know again we don't shame. Strange. we don't shame though yeah. it does kind of remind me of uh megan welch's story about her mom with the uh what was the what did she call the bride in the dress uh oh oh my god i, I don't know if i've heard this no one. no when megan welch was on the show where she was talking about oh uh dead dress walking oh. is what the like her mom <laughs> went on the date with the guy that was like trying to make her dress up as his dead wife yeah yeah that's where my mind went when I read that. <laughs> no, yeah. you're my dead Ooh, wife yeah. now. <laughs> right. Ugh. No good. Mm-hmm. Anyways, in 342 AD, Christian emperors Constantinus. Sure, yeah. That's good enough for me. The second mm-hmm. and Constance issued a law in the Theodosian code prohibiting same-sex marriage in rome Brian, and ordering execution you killed that word by the way I- am i am i fucking nailing fucking it should i do it again killing it today <laughs> issued a law in the theodesian code prohibiting same-sex marriage in rome and ordering execution of those so married you know leave it to christians to be the party poopers <laughs> saying they ruined it for everybody they sure have right. and you know what's interesting so maybe we'll get there and maybe i'll wait to see if it comes up and then i'll bring it up okay but like put a pin in it i mean are you gonna forget it though yeah so you might as well just say it now <laughs> so uh, my um the reason that i heard that the, the the christians the catholics and and whatnot are against gay sex is because um there was a loophole created with anal sex. So supposedly, in order to become a Satanist, you have to be sodomized. To become a Satanist? And that's, yes. And that's like like during the Salem witch trials, like Satan popped up in the wood and would sodomize these little girls and they were now witches. So like, that's why sodomy, like it's not so much gay marriage. That's the problem with, um, Christians and Catholics and religion, um, it's sodomy uh, see, that is the problem. I always thought that, A, it was more about the wording in the Bible where they said, if a man lie with another man, it's an abomination. But then, as we yeah. pointed out in a previous episode, the religious, weird religious sex beliefs, we also mm-hmm. pointed out that the same translation is used for when they say that a man shouldn't lay with a woman when she's on her period. So they right. literally are saying that an abomination is more just like it's unclean. Yes. And that's why it's like, okay, well, yeah, that makes sense. Because if back then, before, before tampons and shit, 
Also, shout out tampons for existing. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, hasn't that solved a lot of biblical controversy? (laughs) But, you know, like, I mean, obviously, like, anal sex, probably pretty messy, especially back then. Right. Probably pretty unclean. So it probably didn't even mean what they're saying it means at all. But Lord knows Christians leave everything up to their own interpretation. Sure. Um, But also where I thought that was going was like, oh, is this like the anal loophole where you still have your virginity if you... <laughs> <laughs> That's the Beth Franzak loophole, not the Christian Listen, loophole. I didn't make that up, okay. <laughs> I didn't make that theory up. I just use it a lot because it's hilarious. <laughs> anyway. Uh, let's yeah. move along. Okay, so... <laughs> Historians estimate the beginning of the modern movement in support of same-sex marriage to be between the 1970s and the 1990s. Okay. Well, we just didn't start thinking about it for another 2,000 years. That's cool. Right. Yeah, we just accepted it as, um, nope, it's against against the law. It's against God. Don't do it. Crazy. So stupid. So stupid. Um, so in 1989, Denmark became the first country to recognize a legal relationship for same-sex couples. Fuck yeah, Denmark. Establish- yeah, fuck yeah, Denmark. They established registered partnerships, which gave those in same-sex relationships most rights of married heterosexuals, but not the right to adopt or attain- obtain joint custody of a child. But also for 1989, that's not a problem for me. Pretty Pretty Massively fucking progressive. progressive like, yeah. Also, yeah. Denmark is said to be the country with the highest happiness ratio in the entire world. How about that? Mm-hmm. Probably because they're so motherfucking progressive. Yeah. Um, okay. So the first country to legalize same-sex marriage was the Netherlands on April 1st, 2001. 2001. Bet that is not the future. Amsterdam? That was... You go, girl. Okay. Yeah. They're like, do what you want, people. You want fucking pay for sex? Let's do it. You want drugs? Let's go. Right. You want to you have a same-sex marriage? Have do you, at boo? it. But that was still only 19 years 2001, ago. I was, I was already out of high school by that point. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I had already dropped out of high school by that <laughs> point, for sure. <laughs> I was already in the working world for two years. I was jaded and bitter already. Right. But yeah, that's only 19 years ago. That's so insane. All right. So in America, the issue and its legislation has a complicated and tumultuous timeline. I couldn't pick out every word he wouldn't be able to pronounce. Civil rights campaigning. I couldn't pick out every word he wouldn't be able to pronounce. (laughs) That's fair. Understandable. Um, civil rights campaigning in support of marriage without distinction as to sex or sexual orientation uh, began in the 1970s. I mean, congratulations, people in the 1970s for finally starting to get angry about shit. You know, yeah. Everyone just towed the line in America before that. It's very so interesting. Dad, you should, you should. Your era. So, way to go. Fucking pioneer, Henry Franzak. Yeah. Paid the path. Uh, In 1972, the now overturned Baker versus Nelson case saw the Supreme Court of the United States 
declined to become involved in the argument. Are you kidding me? The Supreme Court is like, nah, wow. we're just not going to talk about it. Like, no, you have to right. talk about it. We're literally paying you to talk about it. Right. This is your job. Right. You don't get to decline. Supreme Court, like, this is your job to figure out our most, like, hmm, but what does this mean? Tell me the interpretation of this. You're literally in charge of the law. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We don't want to talk about it. We don't want to be involved. Nah, we decline the penalty. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I plead the fifth. Hmm. So the issue became prominent around 1993 when the Supreme Court of Hawaii ruled in Bayer versus Lewin, 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 that it was unconstitutional under the state constitution for the state to oblige marriage. I'm sorry, to abridge marriage on the basis of sex. Yeah. Okay. So basically, this is kind of like, you know, there's federal law and there's state law. And generally, like, state law is, that's the reason there's states, you know, instead of, like, the U.S. being all different countries. Because the part of the reason our country works is because we're united, so we're pooling our resources, we're deciding on, like, a general set of laws. But then each state gets to decide on a lot more of the specific things, right? Sure. So, yeah. So So, Same thing, like, with... um, Okay, California and Colorado, weed weed is legal on the state level, but they're still getting raided by the feds every week. Wait, what? How can they do that if it's legal? So, like, huh? I said, how can they do that if it's legal? It's legal by the state, but not federally. What? Yeah. Okay, I'm so Correct confused. me if I'm wrong at fnbpodcast at gmail.com, but I'm pretty sure that, like, yeah, even though um, uh, grow farms are legal in Colorado and California, they still get raided by the FBI. Or I guess it's not FBI. It's probably tobacco, firearms. I don't think so. No, alcohol. I think they get licenses to, to farm it. I think they still get raided. I, I think you're wrong. Correct us on our Facebook. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm right on this one. Okay. Also, does Henry know about this? Because he... (laughs) I'm not saying he's been toting gummies across state lines, but... (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, at a federal level, weed is still not recognized as even um, medicinally legal. No, but also, I think it's one of those things, as long as you keep it in your state that you're in where it is legal, you... They can't do anything about it. I think... But you can't get into an airplane with it. No, exactly, because you're bringing it to a different... Because it's federal law. Right, but you're... It's against federal well, law. It's federal law to bring it into a different state where it's not legal. Hmm. Have to ask the Supreme Court about that one. They declined the penalty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost certain I'm right about this, but if I'm wrong, I will owe you a cookie or something. Um, I-, I love cookies. Okay, so... Uh, Sadly, several states followed suit, most notably in 2003. Uh, the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court ruled in Goodrich versus the Department of Public Health that it was unconstitutional under the state constitution for the state to abridge marriage on the basis of sex. So they're basically saying, oh, well, it's not federal law, so we can't make it state law. Gotcha. 
Yeah, Delaware. <laughs> there. Hi, I'm in Delaware. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, same-sex marriage in the United States expands from one expanded. state. Expanded from one state in 2004 to all 50 states in 2015. The various Ooh. states. God damn it! Through I'm glad you're reading the same thing I am. Through various states, state courts ruling, state legislation, direct popular votes, and federal court rulings. I mean, we've lived through all this. It was shenanigans. Yeah. In, like, over the years, it's just been, like, given and taken away and argued over and voted on. And it's just like, shut the fuck up, everyone. Or do we not have bigger yeah. fish to fry in the world than no, of course we allowing no, someone yeah. to get married or not. Why do you right. fucking care? When I remember in Arkansas where it was like, it was passed. Same-sex marriage is is now legal. Right. And all these all these, all these couples went out and got married. And then they're like, oh, wait, no, we messed yeah, up. Yeah, so they didn't California we didn't mean too. To. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, we didn't mean to make it legal. But for some reason, like, it was legal. So now... These people, the same-sex couples who got married, have this certificate saying, no, I was married by the state of Arkansas. And they were like, okay, that's great, but we can't divorce you. Like, yeah, that happened. You're in this weird kind of limbo. We were able to marry you, but now we're not able to do anything about it. And isn't this the most perfect example of how dangerous it is for us to be just giving control over to the government willy-nilly uh-huh. mm-hmm. so relevant without even realizing it yeah i said the same thing when they were trying to make um springfield missouri smoke free the bars and restaurants if you're indoors you can't smoke well yeah i can see a point to that but at the same time you're taking away our freedoms but most states are like you that should now. be smart about it. yeah i know but most people should be smart enough to go hmm I don't want to go to a smoking restaurant or a smoking bar. I'll just not go to this place. I'll go to their competitor. Right. And that's just it. It's like, Vote with your it dollar. up to the business owner whether or not they allow smoking? Right. If you, if you run a bar, if you're in a biker bar, excuse me, and you know that um, 90% of your revenue is through people who smoke. Mm-hmm. Now you've got the government telling you that they can't smoke right. in there? Right, and I know, like, I remember when this happened in Illinois, because we used to be able to smoke yeah. in bars, and I was working at bars at the time, and, like... And it was, like, at midnight on fucking New Year's Eve, done. Right, but you know what? Like, right? the bars that I was working at, it was, like, they were, like, we are going to fucking do what we want, and if the government wants to come get some, they can, and that's exactly what they did, you know? Like, they would be, like, you know, yeah. just go in back by the pool area and smoke if you want. We don't give a shit, and I was, like... Okay, as long as you're cool with it, you know. Yeah. Um, but in May 2011, national public support for same-sex marriage rose above 50% for the first time. Come on. 2011? Honestly. It's the year I graduated college. Oof. Oh, man. Yeah. This is nine years mm-hmm. ago. Rose above 50% for the first time. Ugh. I hate people. Oh, yeah, people are the worst. Um, in May 2012, 
the NAACP declared its support for same-sex marriage and stated that it is, in fact, a civil and right. Put a pin in, yes, yeah, it, put a pin in that because there will be several examples mm-hmm. moving forward of how rights, civil rights for people of color paved the way for this in a huge way. This would okay. never have happened if it weren't for all of the civil rights struggles of people of color. But anyway... You're saying. Was I saying I I, it sounded like you were about to comment about it being a civil right. No, of course, it's a civil right. Like, (laughs) duh. Hello. Hello. It's none of your fucking business. None. Zero percent of that is your business. You have no jurisdiction over me. Okay. (laughs) Right. As far as I'm concerned, 210 Hazel Street is a free country. (laughs) We do whatever we want inside here. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, I also, I just realized I gave my address on the air. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah, Send fair. me your snail mail letters, audience. <laughs> right. Um, so in June 2013, the Supreme Court of the United States struck down the Massachusetts ruling for violating the Fifth Amendment in the landmark civil rights case of United States versus Windsor leading to federal recognition of same-sex marriage with federal benefits for married couples connected to either the state of residence or the state in which marriage was performed. Okay. Yeah, so I remember that Massachusetts, like, all of a sudden decided they were going to be the first ones to, like, let's do this. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Seemed like you were a little... Yeah, Massachusetts, you got some, you got some making up to do, like... But then they did. Might they were well the, first the first state to do it. You know, then they were like, Absolutely. Like, it's not constitutional. Okay, cool. Pretty sure you just said yeah. five minutes ago that it was a big deal, but whatever. <laughs> right. And you know, 100 years before that, you were burning children at the stake because. Dumping Yeah, you into should the water be the first state. Like saying, Fuck the world. <laughs> right. The original riots. Right. You should be the first state. Yeah. Pick a lane, Massachusetts. And. F- <laughs> <laughs> Right. So finally, in June of 2015, the Supreme Court ruled in the case of Obergefell. What? Obergefell? You did good enough for me, Brian. <laughs> okay. All right. Obergefell <laughs> versus Hodges. <laughs> uh, that the fundamental right of same-sex couples to marry on the same terms and conditions as opposite-sex couples with all the accompanying rights and responsibilities is guaranteed by both due process clause and the equal protection clause of the 14th amendment of the United States constitution, making us seven, making us the 17th country out of 29 to legalize same sex marriage. USA. 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 We're number 17. We're number 17. Also, Brian, (laughs) if you don't edit in the national anthem behind you while you're reading that on the air, I will literally kill myself. (laughs) I'm going to do my best. This is already going to be an editing nightmare. I was hearing it in my head while you were reading that. Like, I had my hand over my heart. Like, a bald eagle flew (laughs) over my house. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm making a note now. National anthem. Yeah, this will be our maiden voyage of adding in sound effects, but it must be done. Yeah. (laughs) 
I think I did a pretty good job with the um, the 2019 Golden Boner oh, Awards. Oh, yeah, that was good. I forgot. With the clapping and whatnot. But, yeah, yeah I'm going to give it a shot. I did make a note. Awesome. So. All right. So the 50 states each have separate marriage laws, which must adhere mm-hmm. to rulings by the Supreme Court of the United States that recognize marriage as a fundamental right that is guaranteed by both the Due Process Clause and the Equal Protection Clause of the 14th Amendment, as first established in 1967 landmark civil rights cases of Loving versus Virginia, which, back to the pin, this is actually the same ruling that made interracial marriage legal. How about Loving that? Loving versus Virginia no good. was this interracial couple who wanted to get married, and they were the first interracial couple to ever get legally married in the United States. And if you have never seen a documentary about this, it is touching, but also, like, humbling and yeah, like I said, this is what paved the way mm-hmm. for same sex marriage rights. And this is just another mm-hmm. point that we are all in this together. And just yeah. because it's someone else who needs justice today doesn't mean it won't be you tomorrow. So we need to stick together. Good point. Good point. And very topical. Yes. Very you never top. know when it's you that's going to be the one that needs to have someone have your back. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yep. No, I, I agree. I love that. So, on March 12th of 2015, the European Parliament passed a non-binding resolution encouraging European, European Union members to... Reflect on the recognition of same-sex marriage or same-sex civil union as a political, social, and human, I'm sorry, and human and civil rights issue. That is the most limp dick response to an incredible thing happening I've ever heard. No, you're absolutely right. That is so broad. And so, like, I guess we should we talk know about it. So now that America's <laughs> doing it, let's all just, you know marinate on that for a while think about it let's reflect reflect on the recognition of everyone else (laughs) get the fuck Fuck. out of here (laughs) yeah uh anyway on june 5th of 2018 the european court of justice ruled in a case from romania that under specific conditions of the couple in question married same-sex couples have the same residency rights as other married couples in the European Union country, even if that country does not permit the recognition of same-sex marriage. So, if you were basically same-sex married somewhere else, like, let's say you were in France, or no, I mm-hmm. mean, like, let's just, yeah, sure, France is one of the ones where it's legal. And then you go over to uh, Turkey, and yeah. then they don't recognize it there, but they have to now because you were married in France, and they recognize it. But they're you not going to, they don't have for it themselves, is what it's saying. Yeah. What I hate about this is, it, it, this is all kind of stuff that's like, no, duh, you should know this. Right. And it's also, again, like but the most limp so response many, to it. Okay. Right. There's so many hours and so many taxpayers' dollars going towards, let's sit here and debate people. Like how, and right. should they be happy? How far are you willing to like go to just like, dig your heels in about it it's like okay you can say this or you could just say yeah sure marry whoever the fuck you want done like why do you have to be such a like a petty brat about it 
Right. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> so all major English dictionaries have revised uh, have revised their definition of the word marriage to either drop gender specifics or supplement them with a secondary definition to include gender-neutral language or explicit recognition of same-sex unions. Webster's. People at Webster's. Well done. Yeah. Well yeah. done. All right. It's so weird to me that it's like a government can tell you, you can be happy, or you can be an oddity. You can be shamed for this you, you know, know what, what I mean? obviously i have been feeling some type of way about the government lately particularly this last right. week and i have held so much anger about the things that are going on and the injustice i had not even thought about this topic and now that i am mm-hmm. going back and reflecting on all of that and reading this again going what the fuck why do we give these people so much power over us right you should be there to build roads, you know, mm-hmm. protect the border, and then, sure. like, you know, a school system is nice, road systems are nice. Other than that, stay the fuck out of my business. <laughs> right. Right. It almost seems like civil law should just kind of be like, if you're not hurting or taking from anyone else, enjoy yourself. And you know what? Maybe you know, 2,000 years ago, when we were still concerned about the survival of the human species, encouraging sure. procreation may have been in our sure. best interest. But whoops. Right. Now there's <laughs> way too many fucking people on this earth. And that is not a problem anymore. So maybe yeah. we decide that that is something that gets taken out of their jurisdiction. My vagina yeah. in... Addition to two ten Hazel Street, <laughs> it's not a government <laughs> jurisdiction. <laughs> yeah, fair. You know, and this uh, this is probably the same argument for abortion as it is for same sex marriages. Right. And it's like, don't fucking worry about it. Mind your own business. Mind your own fucking if business. You catch me in the act. You are doing something wrong. Why are you yes. in the house or in my vagina? anyway so sadly there is obviously still in the year 2020 the fucking future an opposition to this argument and Mm. as we have decided now that we judge all topics like we are in the court of law the prosecution goes first so marcia clark we are marcia clark on this one (laughs) The most prominent opponents of same-sex marriage are, surprise, religious fundamentalist groups. Hmm. Never would have guessed. Oh, the party poopers are at it again. No fun for you. Okay. Opponents of same-sex marriage who want marriage to be restricted to pairings of a man and a woman, such as the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the Catholic Church, and the Southern Baptist Convention use the term traditional marriage to mean opposite-sex marriage. Oh, well, mm. let me tell you how much I value the opinion of any of those organizations. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go through that list again. The Church of, of Jesus Christ of Latter-day right. Saints. Mm. Catholic Church. We've 
And the Southern Baptist Yeah, convention. Catholic Church, I don't even want to fucking hear it from you, okay? Right? Um, right. As soon as your little secrets came out in the open, your opinion on this subject is the definition <laughs> of hypocrisy. So get fucked. Absolutely. You're out. <laughs> out. I don't know anything about Southern Baptists, but... Yeah, no, me neither. Um, Latter-day Saints, are those, those not are the Mormons, Mormons? Yes. Okay, yeah. And and they should have a say in this for some reason, right? Well, they right? give you as many wives as you want, Brian. Why would you need to fuck a dude? <laughs> right? If you could have six wives, why would you have three husbands? I mean, but also they make fuck you them. wear Bible salesman outfits and no one wants to fuck you anyway, so. <laughs> right. Is there anything worse than a short sleeve button down on a man? I don't need to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the fashion expert, Dwight but I know that's a huge. <laughs> yeah. So before I begin this next section, do I have to change my hair as much as Marsha Clark did? Or... No. Okay. You're in I can just roll Brian. through. Also, though, I think your beard is playing the part of her hair today. That's right. I tell you, quarantine beard. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's getting a little... Uh... Uh, Grizzly Adams. Right, you're like, oh, we're going to Zoom bath? Fine, I'll put pants on, but I'm not trimming my beard. <laughs> I did have to put pants on. <laughs> All right. So the book of Leviticus prohibited homosexual relationship, or relations, uh, warning Hebrews against following the acts of the land of Egypt or the acts of the land of Canaan. Canaan. Mm. These ambiguous acts included same-sex marriage. A man would marry a man and a woman, a woman, and a man. I'm so right, lost. Right, believe me. <laughs> I, you know how many times I had to fucking reread this? But right. yeah, this is exactly Let the point. Let me start over. Yeah, but s- slow down and read it word for word. <laughs> okay. The ambiguous acts included same-sex marriage. A, quote, a man and the would quote. marry this a man. A quote from the Bible, yeah. A quote. Shh, 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 shh. A man would marry a man, and a woman, a woman. A man would marry a woman and her daughter, and a woman would be married to two men. Nothing fucked up to see here, folks. It makes complete sense to me. I mean, I'm still... No wonder why people read this shit and go, hmm, what does this mean this to me? This might as well say, how okay. much wood did a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? <laughs> Right? If a train leaves Denver at like 85 miles per hour, <laughs> a man will marry two yep, men, nope. and it was Professor Plum in the library with the Kelsey. <laughs> you know, I feel like this is an SAT question, and I'm going to guess C, because C is right 27% of the times, or some bullshit. I don't even know. My answer is C. What? I don't know, but you know what? I can, If you want to look me in the eye and tell me... That you can interpret this in a fashion that makes sense. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, right. And use it to guide your entire life and what other people should be doing. Because yeah. it says definitely a man would be married to two men. Uh huh. Okay. Um, and a, wo- a woman, a woman. A man would marry a woman and her daughter. Why? Wait, where'd she come from? Right. Also, wouldn't her daughter be his daughter? 
And now we're back to purity balls. I'm trying to look at now this we're back like to purity balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look at this like a word problem, and you're find, you're trying to find the factors that. Don't and this is what I'm saying. If you, if you look at this at, at, at it backwards, a man would be married to two men. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, right before that, it says a man would marry, a man would marry a woman and her daughter. So she's married to two dudes, but also she he's married to her and her daughter. Right. Which again, her daughter would that not be his daughter? Should be. I mean, it, you know, in in the biblical terms, yeah. And let's pretend like this it's her second husband's daughter, right? Because apparently she has right, two okay. husbands. Which, by the way, mm-hmm. where are they practicing that on planet Earth? Because I'm pretty sure <laughs> polygamy <laughs> says, no, it's men only that get to have more than one. Okay. But here your Bible says two. And then also, I'm right. sorry, but anybody who is fucking the same dude as your mom, you're gross. Yeah. Those porns are I gross. I was just going to say. We have gone on record (laughs) that family porn is disgusting. Okay. Yeah, sibling porn is no good. Me and my mom attack my stepdad. Nope, don't do it. God, it's not real. Ugh. This sounds like that. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so most opposition to same-sex marriage is based on the ideas such as the notion that homosexuality is unnatural and abnormal. Because the Bible tells me so. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So just, again, so we're clear. We're talking about a text that was written thousands of years right. ago by um, uh-huh. newsflash old men who had... Old white men, probably. Well, I mean, it was written in the Middle East, technically, at the time. So, um, I feel like the Romans really took it over, and it was like... Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is that, okay, people use religion to control people. And why? Because it's worked for thousands of years to keep men Mm -hmm. in power by telling people, this is what you have to do or something horrible will happen to you. Sure. Well, fucking newsflash. If this isn't hell on earth, I don't know what is. (laughs) So you're telling me something worse is going to happen to me? Fucking challenge accepted. Okay. Because anything would be better. <laughs> like than it's this, 2020. We're five months into 2020. If the fucking World War Three didn't kill us, um, Corona didn't kill us, riots aren't killing us, murder hornets. I haven't seen one yet. But you know, yeah, come on. And right, and come with and just it. to be clear, our moral compass is: you can marry a woman and her daughter, and she can be married to two dudes. But don't even think about fucking another dude, because that is wrong. Right. That's an abomination. Right. Um, yeah. No, it sounds like mm. the biggest little bullshit I've ever heard in my life. So get the fuck out of here with your moral compass, <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <Karen>. So, um. <laughs> Which, by the way, I learned this uh, week, Facebook considers Karen to possibly be hate speech. I can't get the. Fuck I am not even lying. I, I got a warning. Shit. Oh, I no got a shit. warning when I was actually fun fact, tagging one of my friends named Karen in the response, <laughs> and then it's when I hit post, it said something in your post might be hate speech, and I go, oh, "There's literally not an off- another offensive word in this sentence besides Karen." 
Besides but it's actual Karen, Karen oh Kopi. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I have seen where these Karens are like, Karen is just as bad as the N-word. And it's like, nope. No, it's no, not. No, the fuck it's not. No, the fuck it's because not. Because guess what? Karen didn't come from thousands of years of slavery. Right. Off of the word ignorant. Right. But somehow Karen got Facebook <sighs> to agree that making fun of her might be hate speech. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so on that note, mm-hmm. uh, bigots. Oh, I mean, um, opponents. <laughs> Of same-sex Brian, marriage. Brian, reading words wrong. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll come yeah, back okay. to that. But um, the opponents of same-sex marriage also argue that the recogni- recognition of same-sex unions will promote homosexuality homosexu- in society. I mean, obviously, like a wise man once uh, said... If we just be letting people marry any old thing, the next thing you know, they're going to want to marry dogs and they'll be fucking puppies. Where does it end? <sighs> Where does it uh, end? It ends up puppy Come fucking. On. No one's fucking puppies. Okay. Yes, absolutely. No, it it, it ends at same-sex marriage. Right. Like, there's not going to be... Y- you know be what, what's interesting is... <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the opposition, who is who may or may not be fucking their fucking cattle mm-hmm. or their sheep are worried about this. Right. Okay. Yeah, and uh, newsflash, Roy. Gay people <sighs> won't live in Oklahoma, okay? <laughs> they have fancy right. condos in no, New York City. Fu- They're not going to be fucking... Yeah. There's no cattle in New York City, so you don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Well, they better not hit on me. Oh my god, that is my fucking oh. favorite. Because like every gay guy I know is like, um, newsflash, no one wants to fuck you, Roy. Okay, because right, right. you're fat and old hey, and bearded, hey, hey, hey. and we are very like into personal care. <laughs> so, right? Yeah. Give me a break. yeah. Hey, Bob, Joe, Bob, you're probably the last on the Don't list. Sorry to break yourself. your heart. Women don't even want to fuck you, okay? So, oh, mm. uh, God. Anyway. Um, so they also are running under the assumption that children are better off when raised by opposite-sex couples. I mean, obviously, look at how great everyone has turned out so far. Right. Come on. Yeah. No, I, 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 I don't believe that uh, opposite-sex parents do a better job of same-sex parents at all. I would give anything no. to have awesome there's, two gay dads. Are you kidding me? You know, I doubt that there's any type of science or evidence to suggest that. We will that. get to that in just a moment. We'll put a pin in it. Great. Wonderful. So, um, a ban on same-sex marriage is under consideration in Guatemala. While similar opposed, or I'm sorry, proposed bans in El Salvador and Panama, excuse me, were recently retired. Um, okay, Guatemala, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you don't have a yeah. lot else going on down there right now. So whatever sprinkles your cupcake. No one cares. Yeah. No one's visiting and, you anyway. Your third world country. Right. <laughs> People are already right. trying to escape from there. Much as they can. 
Right. You don't even have a canal going right. through you. No one wants Does to the go Board there. Does the Board of Tourism know about this? Were they brought into the conversation? <laughs> right. Probably not. Good job for El Salvador and Panama, right. though. Don't visit those places. Okay. So, mm. now, the prosecution rests. It is time for Johnny Cochran. Johnny, if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit Cochran. <laughs> And Beth Fronsack, social justice vigilante to the people, the defense. Yeah. You just came out of Facebook jail. Like, you guys, you're hard I mad. don't want to brag, but I was in Facebook jail <laughs> for 24 entire hours this week because I can't shut my mouth. And I would do it all over again, but please don't make me people just be cool to each other. Okay. Sure. Anyway, the most prominent supporters of same sex marriage are human rights and civil rights organizations, as well as the medical and scientific communities. Boom. Who do you trust more? Yeah, right. I would also like to say that the um, flying spaghetti monster has zero problems with same-sex marriage. Thank you. And nor does nor does the um, satanic temple. Oh. So. Maybe there's some outlets for is you that, out there. If is that like... the same Satanic Temple that had a children's book that you purchased when you were drunk, Brian, that we read and <laughs> actually were incredibly surprised at what incredible content it had regarding the way you treat other human beings? That is, in fact, the okay, same. just making sure. Yeah. Very progressive, very just, you know, and that, uh, <sighs> but you can't control people if you let them do what they right. want. Unless, you know, of course, there's science and medical facts to back it up. But, you know, it's whatever you want to decide to believe. I mean, one sure. is right and one is wrong, but, you know, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> one has science one and facts backing the it other up. is um, a joke. <laughs> a bit, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go on. Cool. So, also... Um, polls consistently show continually rising support for the recognition of same-sex marriage in all developed democracies and in some developing democracies. I mean, I think we covered that in the 29 countries that were probably the top 29 places to go visit before you die. And then the three that were lagging behind the most are places where, please don't ever, on my last dying day, stick me in any of those countries. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So support for legal same-sex marriage has increased across every age group, political ideology, religion, gender, race, and region across the globe. Get with the motherfucking times, people. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of disappointing that we haven't gotten with the times. Like we went back to ancient Rome and they were celebrated. Thousands of years. And some somehow we've backtracked and like we've let religion dictate morality for thousands of fucking years and then finally the internet came along and we were like oh my god where was all this information for the last two thousand years right (sighs) you know it's about time for us to let uh science and evidence and you know just general happiness to take over yeah love win sure why not why not um, various detailed polls and studies on same-sex marriage um, were conducted in several countries, showing that support for same-sex marriage significantly 
increased with higher levels of education. Get woke! Okay, I mean, the defense could rest here, but it's Johnny Cochran, we're not. We're not, we're not no. done until we drive this home. But, for those of you keeping score, scientists, doctors, every higher educated human being on planet Earth, mm-hmm. all the wokest countries, we're all on board. Yeah. Okay. So, research also continues to refute the idea that the survival of the civilization or our species depend on restricting marriage to heterosexuals. Again, hmm. there's already too many fucking people on this planet. We're not going to run out of sperm yeah. or vaginas anytime soon. So anybody who sure. says, well, you can't get pregnant if you're gay. Well, yeah, you can actually. It's called in vitro fertilization. And yeah, we have that under control yeah. now. Absolutely. And in fact, literally every talking point against same-sex marriage have uh, against same-sex marriage have since been refuted by scientific studies, which show that homosexuality is a natural and normal variation in human sexuality, and that sexual orientation is not a choice. Uh, I definitely agree I with know. that. I know. Okay, I remember when I was. Probably about 21 years old. And you have to remember that we're talking about 2002 here. Mm -hmm. I had a conversation with, like, one of my very first, like, gay best friends, right? And, um, you know, no one knew much about the whole issue back then. And we were talking about Mm -hmm. it, and he was, like, in tears rolling down his face. He's like, Beth. Don't you think my life would be easier if I could just be straight? Like Absolutely. His family is from Venezuela, which is all also like, you know, again, on record, all the South American countries are like, oh, we're going to be weirdly against this for some reason. But his mm-hmm. whole family would have disowned him if they would have known. And sure. he was like, you know, I would love to just be able to like have a wife and kids and do the 2.3 picket fence on all that jazz. He's like, but... I can't because that's not my life and my sexuality is important enough to me to not sacrifice it for my family's, you know, feeling better about it. And that was the moment where I was like, oh, my God, you're right. Yeah. What kid wants to grow up being made fun of because of their sexual orientation? Zero percentage of them. None of them. Anyone who wants to say it's a choice can kindly meet me in the fucking parking lot, and I will need someone to hold my hoops. Right. Truly. Hold my dog. Hold my my poodle. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For instance, many scientific studies have shown that children of same-sex couples fare just as well as the children of opposite-sex couples. In fact, some studies have shown benefits to being raised by same-sex couples. And... The American Anthropological Association stated on February 26, 2004. 2004, mind you. We still didn't make it legal until 15. Okay. Mm -hmm. 11 years later. But the results of more than a century of anthropological research on the households, kinship relationships, and families across cultures and through time provide no support whatsoever for the view that either civilization or viable social orders depend on marriage as an exclusively heterosexual institution. Rather, anthropological research supports the conclusion that a vast array of family types, 
including families built upon same-sex partnerships, can contribute to stable and humane societies. Makes sense to me. Again, Johnny I mean, Cochran I, could rest there, but he ain't going to do it, sis. There's more. No. And then, that's the thing. I mean, do you think that two parents who have been surrounded by hate are going to teach their kids hate? Are going to teach their kids that, like, other people are different and you should fucking hate them for that? No. Never. Right. Never, ever is that going to happen. The greatest thing my parents ever did for me was get divorced immediately after I was born. And my dad married mm -hmm. the love of his life, who he is still married to to this day. And that is what is healthy. That's what's healthy for your kids sure. is to be in a loving, happy relationship and show them that that is possible. And hold, and that yeah. holds them to their standard for love higher. You don't just do it right. because that's what the fucking Bible says. No. Right. We're in no. 2020. Think like a rational fucking human being. Right. But we see, I mean, with the events in the last week on my Facebook feed and yours, people are not fucking rational. It's fucking disgusting right now. I can't. It's so disgusting. I've I've unfriended so many people this week. It's oh, been yeah, nice. No shit. So, um, research findings from 1998 to 2015 from the University of Virginia, Michigan State University, Florida State University. The University of Amsterdam, the New York State Psychiatric Institute, Stanford University, the University of California, San Francisco, the University of California, Los Angeles, Tufts University, Boston Medical Center, and the Committee on Psychi Psychosocial Aspects of Child and Family Health and Independent Researchers also support the findings of this so study. So what you're saying is that only... Every major, well-respected, higher education institute in our country agrees. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just. And outside of our country, the University of right. Amsterdam. Like. Ugh. Right. Okay. Just wanted to just... keep score there again, you know, like for <laughs> for anyone that wasn't clear that, uh, yeah. But you know what? Mm. Church of Latter-day Saints trumps all of those, right? No, Sure. Doesn't. The Mormons, they got it figured out, I'm, I'm sure. Oh, my God. I mean, speaking Ugh. of Mormons, this is, if you told me <laughs> 10 years ago that I would have been like, you know what, Mitt Romney, not such a bad guy. <laughs> I would I would have <laughs> laughed you out the door, but here we are in bizarro world 2020. So, mm -hmm. any Um Author and journalist Jonathan Rauch has argued that marriage is good for all men, whether homosexual or heterosexual, because engaging in its social roles reduces men's aggression and promiscuity. You little minxes. No. <laughs> in fact, in 2009, a pair of economists at Emory University tied the passage of state bans on same-sex marriage in the United States to an increase in the rates of HIV infection. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And that makes sense. That's exactly what Jonathan Rausch was saying. If you let them get married, then they will be less promiscuous. And the 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 spread of HIV will be lowered. Right. So just another How one of that? many other reasons that are already enough to close the case. Okay, moving on. Yeah, moving <laughs> okay. on. Oh, the defense. So rest. Beth, why is it rest. important? 
the defense rests. If the glove doesn't they, fit, they you must have, quit. <laughs> right. They could have rest right. 20 minutes ago, but did get in there. So, Beth, why is it important? Why is uh, same-sex marriage important? Scientific sh- stu- bleh, Let me start over. <laughs> Scientific studies show that the financial, psychological, and physical well-being of gay people are enhanced by marriage. Uh-huh. Why not? In fact, in 2010, a Columbia University Mailman School of Public Health study examining the effects of institutional discrimination on the psychiatric health of lesbian, gay, and bisexual individuals found an increase in psychiatric disorders, including a more than doubling of anxiety disorders among the LGP population living in states that instituted bans on same-sex marriage. So, not only sexual health, but mental health suffers when you do not allow people to have a basic human right. Who would have thought? Right. Could you imagine, like, being born and whatever your whatever was going to make you happy for some reason was illegal? I would feel like a piece of shit. I would feel terrible. I, yeah, for real. I don't know that I could do it, you know? I know. I mean, yeah, like, I don't know. If, so, well, I mean, I grew up, I had a hard time growing up. So, I mean, I was forced to be strong at a very early age, but I can't even imagine sure. what this feels like. I can't either. For something you have no control over whatsoever. Right. Absolutely. Also, it's important because denial of access to marriage to same-sex couples may um, especially harm people who also experience discrimination based on age, race, and ethnicity, Um, disability, gender, and gender identity, religion, socioeconomical status, and so right. on. So if you're already being discriminated against about one thing and then you add one more on top of that, you're just like, well, fuck me. I can't do anything right. <coughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we've both I, – I have friends now that are like, oh, I went to Aldi's today. And I kind of give them a sideways look because I grew up poor and Aldi's was not the oh, place Oh, yeah. To it was like embarrassing to get your groceries from Aldi's. It was so embarrassing so to go embarrassing. to Aldi's. But now as a grown-up, I'm like, God, I wish like... we had a fucking Aldi here. That place is the jam. <laughs> right? Oh, um, the other day, went to a friend's house, and they had, get this, they had a Geno's East. I know Geno's East, not the greatest, but a Geno's East frozen deep dish pizza. You want to know how much they paid for it? Do I want to know? Five bucks. How much is shipping on that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was pick it up at oh Aldi's. They're selling that shit at Aldi's. I just want to cry here. On top of that, they're doing away with <laughs> they're doing away with the um, put a quarter in the cart because of COVID. They don't want you to return oh the cart. God. Right? God bless America. <laughs> Honestly, but Brian, what about the children? What about the children? What about the children? Uh, well, what about the children? Is there is ample evidence to show. That children raised by same-gender parents fare as well as those raised by heterosexual parents. More than 25 years of research have documented that there is no relationship between parents' sexual orientation and any measure of a child's emotional, psychosocial, and behavioral adjustment. Conscientious and nurturing adults, whether they are men or women, heterosexual or homosexual, can be excellent parents. The rights, yes. benefits, and protection of civil marriage can further strengthen 
These families love the American Academy of Pediatrics. Right. <laughs> and I know I get that it no. seems like I'm being excessive about the resources here, but I cannot fucking drive this point home enough that how stupid people are who right. don't agree with this. I just <laughs> so over it this week i'm like so sorry <laughs> right no i get it i get it so a study a, a study of nationwide data from across the united states from january 1999 to december of 2015 revealed that the establishment of same-sex marriage is associated with a significant reduction in the rate of attempted suicide among children holy right. shit with the effect being um, concentrated among children of minority sexual orientation, resulting in about 134,000 fewer children attempting suicide each year in the United States. 134,000 fewer children attempting suicide. Every what? year. How many, each how many year. COVID deaths are we up to right now? Um, yeah, about that. Okay. Maybe I think the last one I saw was like 107,000. Okay. Are we ready to talk about this nationally then yet? Because no one seems mm. to give a shit about this. Right. For, but for some reason, we're on lockdown for 107. Oh, right. Not trying to take not away at all, from. But I am saying, like, COVID no, victims. not at all. Obviously, that's a very serious problem. That needs obviously, addressed. this is. But this, this is obviously also right. a very serious problem that needs addressed. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no reduction in the rate of attempted suicide among children occurred in a particular state until that state recognized same-sex marriage. The lead researcher of the study observed that laws have the greatest impact on gay adults may make gay kids feel more hopeful for the future. How about that? This is what we kind of touched on earlier with you're born this mm -hmm. way and it's illegal. Right. Would it, I, I would almost commit suicide in that at that point. This what makes me happy is illegal. We're not talking about like cocaine makes me very happy. I understand why it's illegal. And who you, there's I'm not going to kill who my. Who you are is wrong <laughs> at the most very basic level. What kind of message yeah, is that? At the to very to basic. Children? Right. Oh, that's so mm -hmm. fucked up. So the Canadian Psychological Association has stated that the stress, stress encountered by gay and lesbian parents and their children are more likely the result of the way society treats them than because of any deficiencies in fitness to parent. Oh, so you mean the way that people act and perform in the world has a lot to do with the way that other people treat them. Like, for instance, if somebody murdered an unarmed gay person, it mm -hmm. would not be their own fault for getting angry about it, right? Right. Okay. Just checking in on that. <laughs> <laughs> Social science research indicates that the exclusion of homosexuals from marriage stigmatizes and invites public discrimination against them. Because exactly. if the government is saying it's wrong, then the sheep follow. Right. To where if it was just, if, if we could take the same sex or opposite sex out of the equation and just call it fucking marriage, nobody's attention is drawn to that. Right. You That's know what why I mean? we call it marriage equality on the show. 
Exactly. If you just call it marriage and you don't care who's getting married, then you don't have these um, discriminatory purposes against these people. Right. And in case you haven't noticed, oh, it's so frustrating. there is a large, unreasonably large number of people that believe anything that comes out of Donald Trump's mouth. So when you put people in power by hiring them, essentially, as the people, we need to be mm-hmm. fucking careful about who we're hiring. Right. Did you see where Twitter was going to start fact-checking his fucking his yeah, tweets? Yeah, I also love that, like, okay, this is back to me in Facebook jail, by the way. Because everybody's like, that seems a little unreasonable <laughs> that they did that for what you said. I won't say what I said, but I was, A, I was bullying a bully who just basically said yeah. everyone hates black people and this is why. And I was like, I just lost my fucking mind on this dude, and I said something that was... Very not nice, immediately thrown in jail, but like, yeah, I would, it probably, under any normal circumstances, they probably wouldn't have flagged it, but that particular mm-hmm. day was the same day where Twitter said, we're going to start censoring him, and he goes, oh yeah, well, I'm going to flop my dick on the table and sign this order that says you can't do that, and then they were like, right. all right, well, we're going to put everyone in Facebook jail until that goes through, and I was like... You know what? If I gotta take one for the team on this because we're having a pissing <laughs> contest with that guy, that's fine. I will take one for the team. You're, you're pioneer. Because doubling down on fucking, you know, sure, make an example out of me. Right. Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. And I would do it all over again. So I was right. <laughs> Done with it. Yeah. Um, so perhaps most importantly, same-sex marriage can provide those in committed same-sex relationships with relevant government services and make financial demands on them comparable uh, to that required of those in opposite-sex marriages, and also gives them legal protections such as inheritance and hospital visitation right i cannot tell you the number of (coughs) tragic stories i have heard from people personally who have been denied hospital rights when their partner is dying Mm -hmm. who have been robbed by the family of all of the belongings and legal possessions of someone they had been with for 30 plus years Mm-hmm. And so this part of this is so important because look at what married couples, you know, if the husband dies, the wife still needs to, those are her resources too, to take care of their children and herself. And, you know, she's legally protected by that. Right. Just because someone is married and it's not a opposite sex partner, all of a sudden for some reason... They don't deserve that same protection. Right. You can't even visit them in the hospital. Out of here, people. That's insane. Appalling. It's appalling. Yeah. Um, No, it doesn't make any sense. Um, Also, yeah. So there's also same sex couples. So sometimes people bring up, like, you know, civil unions. Like, civil unions was the whole thing for a while, right? Um, and same, Mm -hmm. but same sex couples who may only enter into a civil union as opposed to a marriage are denied equal access to all the benefits, rights, and privileges provided by federal law to those of married couples. Additionally, I want to add to that that I didn't think about, but also the responsibilities of a married person. 
So you can't, mm-hmm. like, you know, if you're not married to someone legally and, like, he cheats on you and leaves you, like, he can't just take the money and run if you're married. So that is yeah. a huge part of it, too. It's not just the good, it's the bad. Yeah. All right. So alternative recognitions of same-sex partnerships. <laughs> civil unions, civil partnerships, domestic partnerships, registered partnerships, unregistered partnerships, and unregistered cohabitation status are all legally recognized partnerships that offer very legal or varying legal benefits of marriage that may be the one, I'm sorry, the only option in some countries, which, holy shit, let's, I was doing, like, I was doing this on my hand, but let's take count. Civil unions, civil partnerships, domestic partnerships, registered partnerships, unregistered partnerships, and unregistered cohabitation. <laughs> That's six fucking it's different things. so ridiculously excessive. Can we not boil it down to one and just say same-sex marriage is cool? Why do we have to nickel and dime this to death? Six different. And, I mean, would you be able to tell me the difference between a domestic partnership and an unregistered partnership? If you can, we will give you a free (laughs) T-shirt. I will gladly make a T-shirt for you if you can tell me the difference. And convince me that it's somehow justified also. You have to do that as well. Right. That there needs to be a difference between the two. Or six fucking different ones for that matter. It's like, well, right. this is okay, but this Please. isn't. Again, it's that whole, like, Bible thing. It's like, why are there so many loopholes and intricacies to this? No, just fucking make it simple. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Please. Anyway. So, as of uh, May 29, 2020, countries that have an alternative form of legal recognition other than marriage on a national level are Andorra, Chile, Croatia, Cyprus, the Czech Republic, Estonia, Greece, Hungary, Israel, Italy... Liechtenstein, San Marino, Slovenia, and Switzerland. Okay, weird, random countries no one's ever heard of. Like, <laughs> do whatever. I was going to say. Okay, like, that's fine. Yeah. What do you mean, Greece and Italy are both <laughs> up there? <laughs> do they not know Rome is in Greece? <laughs> <laughs> you mean they're two different places? Um <laughs> But, uh, okay, yeah, again, we went through the list of where it was legal, and then this is the list that has an alternative version of it. Whatever helps you sleep at night, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, maybe Switzerland. I'd like to go there. Also, to be fair, all these countries are probably living in, like, the 70s and 80s right now. Like, they have box TVs, they're wearing, like, uh, pony jumpsuits, and... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So to add to the list, um, Poland and Slovakia offer more limited rights. Uh, um, on a subnational level, the Mexican state of that mm-hmm. one, and the Dutch um, constituent country, constituent country of uh, Aruba. Abra? Aruba, Aruba, Jamaica, mm-hmm. yeah. Abra Dabra, Aruba. Um, Natalie Holloway got killed. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Allow same-sex couples um, to access civil unions or partnerships, but restrict marriage to those couples of the opposite sex. Okay, Christianity, <coughs> whatever. Yeah. <coughs> okay, so 
Additionally, various cities and countries in Cambodia and Japan offer same-sex couples varying levels of benefits, which include hospital visitation rights and others. Okay, good for them. Yeah. Or just allow them to get married. Or you could just do that. Okay, (sighs) anyway. Um, There are also... Um, they are also available in parts of the United States, um, such as California, Colorado, Hawaii, Illinois, New Jersey, Nevada, and, and Oregon. Okay, as long as that's your choice to either get married or union. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. I forgive from America for that because you have either option. But all this other little petty nickel and dime shit, give me a fucking break. But th- And I know it you- seems excessive the amount of information I put about this. But again, I just feel like how important it is to drive the point home that this is still such a fucking big ordeal for no reason. That's a burp for yeah. who's keeping score at home. <laughs> Everybody drink. But you know what I mean? Like, what? Like, maybe if we stop fucking worrying about shit like this and spent more time just taking care of each other, this world would not yes. be in the state of affairs that it is right now. Do whatever right. you want, but love I, one another. And that is all that should guide our decisions at the end of the day. That is that it. prevention of love. Right. Because God knows we need it yeah. bad right now. Mm. This whole last week, I mean, everywhere is fucking rioting. Because, um, I, I don't know, because a man in a uniform with a badge didn't have a big enough dick to go, hmm. He's unconscious. Let me get off of him. I mean, there's so many pieces you know? to that. Yeah. And it's sad and it's stupid and it doesn't have right. to happen. And I don't care. People can and... say I'm annoying and over the top about everything and whatever they need to, but I can't live with myself if I just don't shut up about this until it's over. And it's humiliating well, and, and, society and... that we haven't had this conversation before today and previous to this, we all just, oh, and felt bad and kept moving on with our lives because it happened over again and over again and over again. And we all just hoped it would get better. And it didn't. It's about fucking time. Everybody. It's past time. Yeah. It's people need to riot. And it's weird. Like, you know what? Peaceful protest didn't work. We tried that. Nope. Remember Colin Kaepernick, how mm-hmm. he was demonized for doing it? So guess yeah. what? Yeah. Now we're getting loud because it's the only way you people listen. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Loot target. Do what you want. <laughs> Just bring me a couple things if it's all right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got you on an alibi. But at the same time, like, leave the mom and pop shops Thank you, yeah. That's the only argument I have on this is just organize for five minutes beforehand with a strategy. Because if you don't go in with a strategy and you hit places like mom and pop shops, you give the opposition ammo against you. You give them a reason to call you wrong. And they are going to hang their hat on that. And they will be right. Because that is wrong. And they will continue to feel they're right. But if you went in it with mm-hmm. smart with a strategy, burn that motherfucking police station down. You know what? Yeah. Storm it. Yes. If you would have done if, that before you hit all yeah. those other stores, they wouldn't have a reason to call you, you know, wrong. Yeah. Fuck also, the targets. Fuck the other They're going to make it. Okay. 
they're going to be fine. You know, and the thing is, you know, this is going to become a state of emergency. They're going to get federal funding. Right. Okay. But please don't hit the mom and pop shop. Insurance claim and call it a reason to not pay employees for a couple of months. It's Target's dream come true to not operate and still be getting money. Honestly, yeah. Hit the Walmarts. Hit the fucking McDonald's. Fuck AutoZone's ass. Hit Applebee's while you're at it. I mean, come on. Yeah. Get the bees. Just kidding. We leave the bees alone. We give it a hard time, but it's fucking delicious, and they let you drink (laughs) for cheap. And the people watching us. They they don't care about you. But they don't care about you. They'll let you get so drunk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god okay i think that is probably enough rage for one week for me yeah absolutely so brian are you ready for a little happy fun time i am me too and this is my favorite segment it is the what the frank <laughs> what the what frank the frank tinder profile of the week Mm, I'm ready. Are you ready? Do you want to go first? Because I don't have mine pull up. <clears throat> I do, and I found I found one that was kind of like an actual what the frank, and not just some woman being bitter oh. on Tinder. What? Yeah, yeah. Are you ready I for am this? So ready. <clears throat> All right. So this is Paige. She is 24. Um, she is a substitute teacher. She lives here in Kansas City. Says, washed up sorority girl, <laughs> aspiring owner of a cow. Hold on, right before right She's, before you said washed up sorority girl, I was just about to say after substitute teacher. So she's unemployed. <laughs> yep. Go yep, on. She is. Uh, she says, if you have a mullet, please contact me at all costs. If you do not have a mullet, please consider growing one. That is it. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> Uh, yeah, also being a washed-up sorority girl at 24. Mm, yeah, I guess the math checks out, yeah. but you've only had two years out. Substitute teacher. I'm just picturing Cameron Diaz and bad teacher. <laughs> right? Right. I mean, that's brutal honesty for sure. But also... Yeah. I, I the Even if she's kidding, I don't think she realizes... That guys on there do not realize she's kidding. If she right. is. If she is. Also, you know, it was the end cleavage picture. Oh, God. So. so she's probably not kidding. She's not kidding. <laughs> Yikes. What's the Frank page? What the Frank? You're better than that. No, you're not. You're not better than that. Okay. <laughs> so mine is just the letter L. He, he okay. is 38 years old. He is Bataba Renly, first and foremost. For okay. listeners, <laughs> Bataba is 420 bro. <laughs> 420 bro. 420 bro is the Tinder way of saying I smoke weed. But yeah, we have we shortened it. it to, you know, its current existing because it's ridiculous and stupid and yeah anyway so his he thinks the very first thing he should point out is that he is friendly looking for no strings fun and no stress dot 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 love to eat out 
Well, that is a shame okay. considering that all the restaurants are closed right now. Oh, wait, that's not what he meant? <laughs> because he does have a winky face after the love to eat out to make sure you know what he means. You know he mean, he does not mean Applebee's. Okay. Although I'm sure he probably does like to eat out there too. But <laughs> anyway, send me message if you are interested. I am unable to message first, exclamation mark. I am not sure he knows how this works. No, no. What? He literally says, first, send me message if you are interested. You're missing a preposition in there. L. <laughs> if you're interested. Yeah, we know how fucking online dating works. We, we get you, it, You yeah. need to tell me you're supposed to send them a message if you're interested? Huh? But also, I am unable to message first. No, the fuck you are. And hmm. also, no, that's ugh, strange. Two pictures. One is of his leg up on a desk, and the second one is a really great from above selfie in him with him just in a towel wrapped around his waist. Oh, okay. And he looks like he has anywhere from ten to forty women tied up in his basement. <laughs> What the frank? I think he works at Bath and Body Works because yeah. he requires a great deal of lotion to put in the basket. <laughs> he is a dead ringer for Buffalo Bill. I'll have to send you this picture. Yikes. Oh, oh yikes. Man. This is the, yep, that's the pickings. Yeah. What, what the, the frank? Man. You guys, there is a there is a correct way of doing your dating profile. If you want the um self-proclaimed experts to do it for you please let us know there is a patreon value to that we will recreate get we will give money back guaranteed on a hundred percent increase in tang if you let us redo your I, yeah absolutely i promise you men that. women yep whatever you're looking for we will do your profile better than you ever could yeah and you know what I'm just saying, it's not like we're in relationships, but it's not like we're not getting a lot of dates. Mm. We were talking earlier how seven, seven uh, sexual partners during a lifetime was average. Right. We'll reel them in. The rest is up to you. <laughs> <laughs> right. If if you would like to become get over seven in your lifetime, let us know. <laughs> we will get you laid you are anywhere near our age and you are still under seven there might not be any help for you but i mean we'll try we'll do our best yeah <laughs> mm. goodness anyway <laughs> when i heard seven i was kind of like uh, oh, yeah fuck. i love that like meme that you put on our facebook where it was like and today i also learned i am a slut <laughs> I was like, yes that is factual and also hilarious You're right Goodness. Right. Anyway, uh, shout outs. I just have two really quick. Um, mm -hmm. I partnered with our friends Zach Slusher and Ray Porter of the Distant yes, Uncles online show, uh, which is hilarious. So definitely follow Distant Uncles. They just make hilarious videos and it's good stuff during quarantine, which I contributed the Tough Ants video. Which is amazing. Yes, I play Aunt Crystal Beth, 
And she shows you <laughs> what being a tough aunt is all about. And yeah. That it's a, it's is great. Love it. That part where he like does the me kissing my biceps in slow mo. It's just like, why? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so good. No, I love at the end when it's like cocaine. The slow mo. <laughs> cocaine because he took it out of the original part it was that i was like oh my god (laughs) so funny um Mm. and then also we want to give a shout out to must be the meds podcast which is uh hosted by my new friend brian smith who is a south carolina comic so uh definitely check them out because brian has agreed to be our twitter social media intern so Oh, fuck yeah. I said, all we have to do is just teach him about being awesome. Mention him on the show. Yeah. He's going to do it, so. Right on, I like it. If you're a Twitter fan, we might be more active on there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can thank thank the other Brian for that, because this Brian hates fucking Twitter. Oh, so dumb. I hate it. Uh, I got a shout out. It's one I've given out before, but... um, Let's go ahead and uh, promote Blame It on the Vag podcast. Yeah, yeah, very sex positive. I definitely did just start Um, listening to it, too. Sorry, I'm going to delay on that, ladies, but it is great. I would love to um, do their audio, but they did just extend to me. um, We might be doing like a cross promotion. Uh, um, What what is it? Crossover episode? Swapcast? A swapcast. Is that what they call it? Yeah, so they're basically going to interview me and um, quiz me on my vagina knowledge, and I will be able to quiz them on their dick knowledge. Excuse me? Yeah, so it might be kind of fun to see, like, how much men know about vagina and how much women know about dick. I am already seeing, like, an 80s movie montage of, like, me being your, like, (laughs) ring guy, like, putting, like, squirting the water bottle in your mouth, rubbing (laughs) your shoulders, and, like... I've prepared you your whole life yeah. for this. Like, <laughs> right. You can do this. I've got, I've got the sweatband on, and I'm just like, there's there's one point where I want to give up, and you you give me this great motivational speech about vagina, and then I'm back in the right. game. You come from behind yeah. and just like fucking like <laughs> championship. Yeah. I feel like I'm at a disadvantage, though, because there's a lot more parts to a vagina than there is a penis. And apparently, so. after thousands of years of human civilization it's still a mystery for some reason (laughs) right like penis there's the shaft there's the head there's the balls what more do you need to know put them in your mouth you're fine (laughs) you know there's the taint that's in there somewhere too yeah yeah sure like that's extra credit but you know you put one of the three in your mouth you're fine you're gonna make it you're gonna make a guy happy vagina in the other end oof a bit more complicated but brian if there is anybody that i'm confident is an expert on a vagina it's you my friend i feel like i got this like oh, i understand the camera, external and internal yep, yep. no, I, no, was, you're good. Uh, I was uh watching i kind of like leaned back to watch whatever my crackhead neighbor was doing outside <laughs> <laughs> Oh, which, by the way, they were outside pantsless yesterday when my friend was oh. over, and I was—he was like, "Is that a naked butt?" And I was like, "It that is, yeah, yeah." Those are the neighbors I was talking about, and he's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. In the first three minutes of me being here, yeah. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the neighborhood. 
Yeah. He's like, did you live here first? I mean, I lived here first. They moved in later. <laughs> wouldn't move. No, actually, they were a selling point. When I saw Naked Ass across the street, I was like, yep, right. let me sign them papers. I like, oh, well, dealer sealed. Don't have to worry about finding crack anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, let's wrap this longest episode ever up and um, right. kick us off, which is Facebook jail. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. Say what you want. Freedom of speech. Facebook jail is bullshit. Yeah. I agree. But it's very interesting because I'm getting my news from Facebook faster than I am from the news. You couldn't find a single fucking video of any of the Minneapolis footage until one of my friends from Champaign, who is like very, you know, politically involved. He's actually like he's a very young man, but he's very smart and polished and one of the best musicians I've known decided to run for office because he wanted to change things from the inside. And he, so he's mm-hmm. Mike Ingram, check him out. He's an incredible person. But um, he had a video of his friend who lives in Minneapolis and she's a journalist and she was literally out there on the front lines filming it. I'm telling you, I did not fucking sleep Wednesday yeah. night, Thursday night. I could not tear myself away from that footage. And what was crazier is that I went onto every other news site and no one was covering it. Nothing. Because these news sites, like, kind of a roundabout story. I was trying to find out how much um, casinos make in a year. And I couldn't find that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll have to send you this video. I tried to go to the casino on Friday um, at like one o'clock, and there was a line around the fucking building. And I couldn't believe it. So I was like, oh, how much do casinos make? I couldn't find that, but what I could find is how much casinos contribute. And a lot of what they contribute to is like roads and streets. Makes yes. sense. But also like Channel 5 news equipment. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So they might have a bias. They might have like a, hey, casino, hey, state, how do you feel about us airing this? You, you want to mm, know what? One how- of my friends this week told me a story about how so he is from uh, Gulf Shores in Alabama, and he, we were talking mm-hmm. about Hurricane Katrina. He's like, do you want to know what cities got hit the hardest with that when all anybody ever hears about is New Orleans? And I'm like, go uh-huh. on. And he said, Mobile, Alabama, and then whatever the one in Mississippi is. But uh-huh. here's the thing. The one in Mississippi was cleaned up and back to normal in six months. Why? Because the casinos said, we will pay every dime for everything to get restored back to normal, but you have to loosen Mm -hmm. restrictions on us. And then they said, deal. And it was done. And no one ever Mm -hmm. talks about it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Which, yeah, okay, that's obviously in their best interest to do that as a business. So I get it. But also the government is just like, sure. We'll just rob them to yeah. pay them back or whatever. Like, do whatever you want to mm-hmm. the people. Uh, it's just, okay. Anyway, I can't talk about government and corruption anymore or I will explode <laughs> on air. Right. You just hear a big boom, podcast done, last episode ever. <laughs> but yeah, it was interesting to see that, you know, several uh, casinos were contributing to news stations mm-hmm. for their equipment. And it's kind of like, oh, okay, well, does that now that make that if I own 
67% of a news station's equipment, do I get to say, no, don't air that? Um, maybe kind of like... Or wait uh, on this. It, it kind of reminds me of stuff. I don't know, maybe campaign contributions and how if you mm-hmm. contribute to Joe Biden's campaign, you own a percentage of Joe Biden. So right. you get to tell him what to do. Hmm. Sure. Casinos mm. and news stations, same thing. I don't trust anything the media tells me. Right. And then that's kind of my point to where it was like, I was getting faster news on Facebook than I was anywhere mm-hmm. else. And, you know, that whole thing of like, oh, do you trust everything you read on the internet? Well, eh, kind of. It shows you like, what they want you to see. In fact, there was absolutely. one shot where it was like, they showed these police officers that they had, like, there was two of them on a knee, uh, like, on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then the headline was, yes. police officers take knee in support of people. And there were people that mm-hmm. went on there, they were reposting it, saying, no, 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 we were there. They were kneeled down to readjust their riot gear. That is the only reason they were both on their one knee. Ooh. Yeah, and yet you know people are just wildly going. Oh, see, yeah. Okay, it's not always. Not everything is always as it appears. Hmm. I mean, imagine if Epstein could have testified. You know oh, what I mean? Fuck. Like that's why he's dead. Oh. Uh, yeah. Loose, loose. Uh, there's so much shit. going on behind the scenes that we don't mm-hmm. see. We're not supposed to know. Yep. Anyway. Just no one. <laughs> Stay right. united, love one each other, just love one another. Please, we gotta start That's treating it. better. That's we have to start treating each other better. We have to, and we have to start. We have to start viewing life as human life. And it, you know, I, I sometimes hate when they bring race into it because I know that the media wants to centralize a, a story by white cop kills right. black man, but it should be you know, cop kills man. But- that's enough to you enrage me. Right. And I like that you said it in that context because what pisses me off are the all lives matter people. Okay. Yes. All lives matter, but all lives aren't getting senselessly killed by police officers right. over and over again. All lives. That's not happening right. to all lives. And that's the point. Yes. All lives matter. Yes. We all fucking get that. But you know what? Yes. All lives are not unreasonably at risk for getting killed for the only reason being they're black. Right. All lives are not being arrested and and detained because they're walking down the street at 1 a.m. Right. We get it. That's why murder is illegal. We already have covered that. What we need to talk about is what we're not talking about. Yeah. I, I saw a great analogy to where it was like, okay, all lives matter equals all houses matter. Yes, all houses matter. But yours is not the house on fire. Right. Yours is like not when in the New fire Orleans department that com- just got flooded by a hurricane. <laughs> Did you see people in Tennessee right. going, well, I mean, no one's giving me money for my house improvement. Well, your house isn't under right. six feet of water, sir. <laughs> right? It's exactly. that obvious to me. I just don't understand. And that's the thing. And I'm, I'm because, you know, before I was kind of a little um, uh, kind of cautious to say anything because I am a white mm-hmm. man and, you know, I... I'm allowed to walk a w- around a Walmart with my hands in my pockets and not be um, harassed. You're allowed to wear a COVID mask at Walmart and not be at risk of people being afraid you're going to shoot up the place. Right. Like, 
I heard somebody, uh, a black man, tell a story about his um, his parents would correct him and yell at him when he would walk around the grocery store with his hands in his pockets because somebody's going to think you're stealing mm-hmm. something. I didn't grow up that way. I understand that I'm very privileged, but I'm so glad to see that there's such a large amount of white people that are um, going to the front lines and they're they're just as fed up with this right, as well. For sure. And honestly, if anyone was stealing anything, it was little Brian putting Jinkos in his Jinkos. You know, I mean, I did get caught when I was like six years old stealing a pack of gum from the jewel. Or Bri- little Brian stealing CDs out of the cage. <laughs> fucking Ooh, that was a racket. Records. Like, I had that figured yeah. out. But, you know, yeah, like I could get away with that because I was. They weren't looking yeah, at you. Because I'm white. They weren't looking at me. And that's the point. Mm. And now I'm exhausted yeah, about talking so, about it. So. I know, me okay. too. I, and we're recording yeah. it. Did, did you have like a, a kiss well, off that was, or something? The, the kiss off was Facebook jail. So kiss off Facebook jail. Yeah. The kiss off Facebook jail. And, you know, take care and love one another. Yeah, Franks and Beanies, take please. Take care of one another, little Franks and Beanies, please.